Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week's drasha is dedicated by my parents in commemoration of my grandmother, Zichron Lebracha's yard site, Freida Bas Moshe Yosef, and we hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshama will have an Aliyah and the family in Nechama. We have the incredible privilege this week to read Parshas B'Shalach. And center stage in Parshas B'Shalach is Az Yashir, the beautiful song that Moshe Rabbeinu led Kvaldi Yisraelin as we victoriously pass through the Yamsuf. And it's a story that we are familiar with. The Jews, standing by the banks of the Red Sea, see the Egyptian army in hot pursuit. There's nowhere to go. There's no way to escape. And so Kalali saw the Jewish people exhibiting incredible amun, incredible belief, take the first step into that raging sea. And with that first step, the waters part, the seabed dries up, and millions of people are able to make their way through the parted waters, escape their Egyptian oppressors, and begin this next chapter of national destiny. Of course, again, the water comes crashing down on the Egyptians, and the Egyptian army totally decimated. The Jewish people are so overwhelmed by this scene that they sing, Az Yashir Moshe Uvenei Yisrael HaSashir Moshe Rabbeinu begins to lead the people in beautiful shira, beautiful song, and a song that is so significant, a song that is so important, that it finds its expression, it finds its place in daily davening. Every single day we say Az Yashir. And again, if that wasn't enough, Miriam Hanaviyah, Miriam, the daughter, excuse me, the sister of Moshe and Aaron, led the women in beautiful shira as well. And Rabbi Aaron Salavichik Zechatzadik Levracha, asks a simple question. He says, why now? Why are they singing Shira? Why do they wait to sing until this moment? Remember, there had been so much miraculous activity that had already unfolded. They saw the ten plagues. They had the first, that last night in Egypt where they ate carbon Pesach. They went ahead and they left Egypt. They were already in the desert for, a, or I should say, outside of Egypt for a couple of days why didn't they sing Shira? Why didn't they sing this beautiful song of jubilation and victory when they left Egypt? Right? In other words, wouldn't that have made more sense? Az Yashemosha Shira. As us were out of Egypt, we left the city walls, we're free. We're free. Remember, again, they had no idea at that point in time that the Egyptians were going to pursue them. Wouldn't it have made sense to sing Shira, to sing the song of jubilation and freedom immediately upon emancipation? But yet, they don't sing Shira until the splitting of the sea. Why? And Rabbi Soloveitchik says something so beautiful, and I'll quote to you. He says the following line, he says, Shira, song, is appropriate only when one attains a victory. And to be a victor, one must actively participate in the struggle. And Rabbi Soloveitchik was teaching us something so incredibly profound. You see, up until, the, up until Yamsuf, up until this point in time, Kalaliso were spectators. What did we do to go ahead and facilitate or to advance the cause of emancipation or redemption? And the answer is not all that much. The truth is, it's true. We did take the sheep, we tied it to the bed, we did do carbon Pesach, we put on the, on the doorpost. There were smaller things that we did. But did we participate in a dramatic way? Did we participate in the struggle for freedom? Not really. It was HaKadosh Baruch Hu doing the work, and we ultimately, again, were along for the ride. The first time that Klal Yisrael did something to actively participate in their freedom and redemption was by the Yamsuf. Because as I just mentioned before, they had to take the first step into the sea. See, we often think the sea split and everyone went through. It's not true. The sea was there. 
Somebody, somebody, this Gemara has a discussion about who went in first to the sea, but someone went in first, whether it was individual, whether it was a particular tribe, someone had to exhibit the strength to go in first. You see, Kriyas of the splitting of the sea, was the first time that Kalali, saw the Jewish people, took an active role in their redemption, took an active role in their emancipation and freedom. The sea was not going to split by itself. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was waiting for heroic, dynamic activity. And says of Aaron Soloveitchik, it is only after you engage in the struggle, you see Shira, song, what song? It's not just song. In reality, Shira is the song of victory. But victory is only realized and victory is only attained when you're willing to participate in the struggle. The victor is one who is able and willing to participate in the struggle and emerges victorious. Ultimately, says Rav Aaron Soloveitchik, the first time we participated in the struggle, the first time we participated as active participants in our freedom and redemption, was when we found the courage to walk into the raging sea. And it's only after you participate in the struggle that you have the right to declare victory. And how does the Jew declare victory? I sing Shira. I sing song. So when we left Egypt, we had no right. We had no license to sing Shira because we weren't yet victorious. We weren't victorious because we didn't engage in the struggle. It was only after the splitting of the sea that we had earned the right to sing Shira. And I think this idea is so profound and so meaningful on a variety of levels. You know, often we, we all want to be victorious. We all want to be successful in life. And you know, often it's hard for us. How do you measure the metric of success? So there are easy ways, right? If you measure success by money, so you could decide, okay, how much money makes me successful? Uh, $500,000, a million dollars, $10 million? Okay, so whatever metric you set, you could figure out if you reached it or not. Other people go ahead and they could, you, could, you could create academic success. How do you, so again, letters before my name, letters after my name, those are easy metrics. But on a deeper level, how do you define success? How do you define or how do you measure victory in life? And what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is trying to teach us and what Rabbi Aaron Salavichik is trying to teach us is the definition of victory is a willingness to engage in the struggle. Victory is a willingness to engage in the struggle of life. Whether you're successful in the struggle or unsuccessful in the struggle, a lot of times that's not up to me. A lot of times that's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But what I do control is my willingness to engage in the struggle. That's victory. Victory is defined by those who are willing to engage in the struggles of life. See, there are different kinds of people. There are some people when they see struggle approaching, they pull over to the shoulder of the road. That's it. No, this is not for me. I'm not getting involved in this. I'm not, I'm not getting involved in struggle. I'm not getting involved in difficulty. I'll just wait on the shoulder until struggle passes by and then I'll get back on the road. There are other people who can't even pull over. They just get paralyzed. They see struggle. They see difficulty. They see challenge. And like a deer in headlights, I don't know what to do. And then there's a third category of people. And this is the category that we all yearn and aspire to fit into. The category of people who see struggle and engage it. The category of people who see difficulty and say, okay, this is going to be an overwhelming situation, but I'm rolling up my sleeves. I've got this. Am I going to be successful, not be successful, manage the struggle, will I get the desired outcome? Who knows? But all I know is I'm engaging.
I'm not going to be scared off by the struggles in life. I'm not going to be scared off by the struggles in my relationships. I'm not going to be scared off by the struggles in my career. I'm not going to be scared off by the struggles in my ruchnius, in my spiritual, in my spiritual growth. I'm engaging. I'm engaging. I'm not pulling over to the shoulder of the road of life. I'm not going to freeze in fear because I see difficulty and I see adversity and I see struggle coming my way. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to meet it head on. And I'm going to engage the struggles of life. Whatever will happen will happen. All I could control is my willingness to engage. The results, that's up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what Parshas B'Shalach tells us, is that if you find the courage to engage the struggles of life, you are a victor. And you have the right, you've earned the right to sing Shira. Because the greatest song we could ever sing is the song of engagement. The song whose lyrics we write with our willingness and our ability to engage the difficult situations in life. He who engages struggle is the ultimate victor. And the victor has the great privilege to sing the song, to sing the shira of success. May we be Zochemir Tashem like our ancestors, to find the courage to engage the struggles in life. And may we be privileged to hear the melodic notes of our personalistic shira of accomplishment for many years to come. Wishing everyone a good Nerev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.